0: Welcome to the Social Media Podcast. I'm your host, Missy. Thank you for listening. In this episode, we meet with Sarah Johnson, who is the Integrated Marketing Manager at Mall of America. And we discuss everything from, oh my goodness, so much stuff, Tori. Yeah,
1: it was from how the Mall of America is kind of skilled at experiential marketing. Believe it or not, the mall is an experience. Um, Really cool upcoming things um, coming to the mall, as well as how do you work with like 500 retail stores? And there's so many articles out there
0: about how, you know, the mall and retail space is not doing so hot with online shopping and how Mall of America is rejuvenating its brand with all of these new ideas, which I'm super excited to get into. So let's get into this week's episode number 89, the future of the shopping mall with Mall of America. This episode is sponsored by Popcorn, throwing a party and looking for a unique and delicious tasty treat, weddings, company parties, corporate thank you gifts, whatever the occasion, Popcorn has a perfect complement to your event. Over 70 flavors to choose from. Call or go online to order. Popcornmn.com. Thank you, Sarah, for being on today. Well, thank you so much for having me. (laughs) So let's just jump right into it. Um, What is your background and how did you end up at Mall of America? Sure
2: thing. So my background actually started at an advertising agency in Des Moines, Iowa. Um, So it's all based around digital marketing. And so I moved up to the Twin Cities about three years ago. And I actually worked previously to Mall of America at Crispin Green Corporate, so the salad chain that's located in Minneapolis. Um, They actually just announced that they're franchising, and so they're going to be coming to a city near you, I'm sure, soon. Um, So, about a year ago, I actually moved over to Mall of America for a wonderful opportunity, and I'm now the integrated marketing manager at the mall.
0: Very cool. So, one thing I want to get into, because I think that with being at Mall of America, I mean, that is a whole, you know, thing in
2: itself with everything that you guys are doing, but what does your day-to-day look like for the most part right now? Absolutely. So we are going straight into summer right now. So our summer campaign, goes for about three months and it's really chaotic. So right now my days look a lot different than they do in say January. <laughs> um, so right now it's just making sure everything goes smoothly. It's going through the process of the day-to-day of, you know, we have a lot of brain ambassadors. Are they, are their schedules going according to plan? Are campaigns going according to plan? Um, what does the measurement look like? Are we making sure that Everything is going as we want it to, um, and then starting to plan for holiday right now, actually. So yes, we're headfirst into summer, but holiday is already on the horizon, so and we're crazy. looking at all of our buys right now, which is crazy.
1: It's crazy. to think It's 80-some-odd degrees today. And it's uh-huh. like, get ready for Thanksgiving. <laughs> what? And are you ready for Black Friday? Yeah. <laughs> no, never am. Never voting. I don't.
2: Honestly, I'm never ready for Black Friday either, but...
1: You have to talk about it.
2: (laughs) How many stores are in Mall of America? Yeah. So we have 520 retailers. We have 16 plus attractions and 50 restaurants. And it's growing on a regular basis. And how
0: big is your marketing team?
2: So our marketing team is about 40 people.
0: Okay, I was gonna say, to manage all that, I'm just like, how do you even I got stressed for
1: you. Yes.
2: (laughs) I'm also stressed about that as well. Um, And so our marketing team is broken down into a bunch of different facets. So we have our social, digital, PR, we have events and attractions, and then we also incorporate sponsorship and a bunch of different aspects. So it kind of covers all bases. It's pretty robust.
0: a big part of your role is, do you focus on a little bit of each of those since you're integrated marketing, or what parts of those do you contribute to?
2: Absolutely, so on a day-to-day Basis, I work with every team um, as necessary. So it completely depends on the campaign, but I would say I interact with each team weekly, if not daily. So, one thing, and um,
0: kind of like the elephant in the room almost, is there's so many articles coming out about malls and the future of them. How do you keep Mall of America that? big, crazy presence that everyone
2: still wants to come to and talk about. Absolutely. So that's definitely something that we all talk about on a regular basis internally. And we're very aware of what the news is currently saying about it. And so we like to say that we're not a retail space. We're an experience space. So you come here for you know, that feel-good moment. Like, what is that? Um, so do you come for Nickelodeon Universe? Do you come to shop? Do you come to dine? Do you come to stay at hotels? We have two hotels on, on site. So there's really all these different opportunities that you can you know, attend versus just retailers.
0: And how do you let people know about everything going on? Because I feel like you walk into the mall and it's, it can be a little overwhelming. It's like, I can go do this, I can do this, I can do this. How do you let people know what's happening?
2: Oh my gosh, where to start? Um, so we cover a lot of different facets, not only from a digital perspective, so with social and we do a various buys with different agencies in the local area and then we do a lot internally as well. But we around the mall have um, signs everywhere. Um, we also have, oh my gosh, from email to events to radio, TV. Um, we kind of cover all of our bases at home boards as well. So we're trying to cover not only local, regional, but also national and international.
1: Um, one question so you almost treat social media as a customer service platform so you've got a pretty robust team of social people Mm -hmm. who are just almost like it's not guerrilla marketing but they're out and about all day um can you explain kind of what that looks like for them all america absolutely so a couple years
2: ago we launched our esp department which is a part of our social team so we have a couple people in-house on our floor within our corporate department but we have some down there that you know, all day long, they're monitoring all the feeds, making sure that all the guests are getting their answers question or their questions answered backwards. (laughs) Um, So we have a lot of people as basic as like, where's the nearest restroom? What events are happening this weekend? Um, How can I access whatever promo we have going on? So they're answering all these questions in addition to gathering content for us to post on a regular basis. And what
0: social channels are you guys on? I know I've seen like, like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, are there other ones as well? Yep, so those are our
2: primary. And then we also have LinkedIn and we also have Pinterest, but we primarily operate on Twitter, Facebook and Instagram.
1: What about Snapchat? Ooh, and Snapchat. Forgot. Snapchat. Good, yes. <laughs> have you guys ever thought about um, Reddit? I. Am, I don't know. Like Sarah and I are friends. Caveat: we've known each other for a long time. <laughs> we have that agency she was talking about in Des Moines. That's how we, we met. Together. Um, work wives back then. Oh yeah. Just friends now. <laughs> I don't know. Throwback. Throwback. Um, but. More and more, I'm just seeing, not necessarily as a posting tool, but mm-hmm. as like a research tool, Reddit is becoming incredibly valuable. Yeah. Do you know if you guys utilize anything along those lines or are thinking about it? I don't wanna say that we're not thinking
2: about it. I know it's not a primary, um, some, it's not something that we're focusing at this <laughs> point on, but not to say that we wouldn't in the future. <laughs> I think what this rate, right, we're trying to really gather and make sure that we're able to um, feed into what we can. Right. And that would be something on the horizon. But again, not to say that we wouldn't consider it.
1: Right. It's and definitely does interesting.
2: Does America have an app? It does, yes. So what does
0: that all entail? And were you part of that process
2: building that? Did you work on that at all and promoting that? I actually, prior to my time, but it did launch, I believe we have a new website and app as of two years ago, I would say, so very recent. And so our app is constantly evolving. We're always trying to get the kinks out, but it's really where you can, you know, what details do you need to know to visit Mall of America to plan your trip? So is it where to stay, where to shop, where to eat and dine, and then also just to find anything that you need? So it's a tool.
0: Influencer marketing, yeah. With malls, I feel like that is a huge part. With any brand, it's a huge part of it. What are you guys doing with influencer marketing specifically?
2: Because I follow MOA Style. Yes, <laughs> thank you. That what that Please means. continue <laughs> following along. Yeah, so MOA Style is an account that we're really trying to grow and develop. That's something that launched about three years ago, or maybe two. Very recent in comparison to other accounts. Um, so that's something we're really trying to develop and build out a little bit more right now. It's just focusing on you know local influencers within the area, and we're posting on behalf of them. Them and we're integrating them in, but we're really trying to build that out to see how we can incorporate more retailers, maybe turn it into a sponsorship opportunity and not to speak too soon, but that would be the ultimate goal. Really develop that a little bit out and potentially how can we, you know, encourage purchasing through it. But that's just a different facet because ultimately Mall of America is just a hub. We don't, I mean, going through with all the retailers that would go through corporate, that would be a little bit different. But I mean that would be the hope of what it could be. It's very interesting
1: playing off of that you mentioned the retailers in the mall how do you work with the retailers because you said it they have their own you're a corporate Mm -hmm. and then they're they have their corporate set and their managers and everyone that they report to so what does that relationship look like because obviously you want to market them Mm -hmm. or like absolutely there's something awesome going on Mm -hmm. at one of the stores urban outfitters yeah urban outfitters or something i'm like racking my mind like what's a store miss you tell me (laughs) um but what does that partnership look like? Yep.
2: And it's different for all of our stores. So we have a lot of local in addition to regional and national. So every store is a little bit different. So say, you know, Urban Outfitters comes on. We would do some into some basic marketing for them. So like email, we would do a like a an email. We would do social. We would do stories within social. We would post. They have a, like a dedicated landing page. Um, we, would, we wouldn't do anything at a home base. We wouldn't do any radio or TV. That's not really something that we would offer them, but we do some basic levels. And if they need more love, then we'll provide that to them. But we really start with the basics and then go from there and then see how their store performs.
0: With over 500 stores, how do you decide who gets the most love that week is it oh this place has a sale going on so we're gonna post about them or is it just like we're just gonna rotate and hope everyone's happy.
2: Absolutely, it completely different. It depends on the campaign. So summer, for example, we're gonna really focus on like ice cream. I mean, we really try to think of different facets and what pertains to that time of year, and that. then go from there, right? Summer <laughs> you ice cream. Um, so yeah, it depends on campaign, and then depending too on how they're performing, then we'll give them some more love, and we'll really try to, you know, are there certain attractions that need a little bit more help? We'll do a dedicated email for attractions. So we really try to give it depending on what the needs are and then the time of year. I would say.
1: And so we get listeners from all over listening to the social feed. Hey. Hello, everyone. <laughs> Hi. So it, Come to Mall of America. I know, oh, right? Yeah, um, a good. lot of people do. It's right next to the Minneapolis airport, so actually that a lot of true. people do, do that. To, to
2: on-site hotels.
1: <laughs> yeah, and they're like nice, nice hotels. Yeah. Um, we hosted a Hubbard Digital Academy there. #hashtag Next one June nineteenth. Yeah, yes. which Sarah will also be at. Oh, I will yes, be present. Please come. <laughs> Let me focus my question yeah. now. Um, <laughs> That's but <excited>. hype woman. <laughs> <right. laughs> woo woo. Um, you talk about attractions, and what a lot of people may not realize is that there is an amusement park, mm-hmm. an aquarium, a fancy movie theater I shouldn't fancy Ooh, not it, it is, is a like, nice luxury movie theater oh it does yeah. get yourself a drink <laughs> get yourself
2: a slice of pizza if yeah. you would like I mean and then it does the reclining can't be reclining guys. honestly <laughs> i always movie.
0: forgot about i always forgot about the aquarium too you guys have an entire sea aquarium life. Yeah.
2: under the mall essentially so and it just got renovated we have a whole new aspect to it so there's alligators there's another yes i have not been yet but i've heard it's crazy <laughs> i don't know if alligators are my alley <laughs> but i support everyone coming as out as, as it. you don't it. have to yeah. like
1: <laughs> be between them and something nope. else yes. a glass barrier oh yeah Yep. See from afar. <laughs> yes. See from afar. Yes. Um, but how do you market those? Because, in and of themselves, they're. A big deal, right? They I know are. it's controversial around here because it used to be Snoopy Land or something. Oh yeah, my I'd gosh, Camp Snoopy, Yeah, Camp yes. Snoopy. Um, we don't talk about growing that. Growing up
0: in Minnesota, Camp Snoopy was a very big deal when it switched over.
1: Oh, people are so passionate. It is a big, <laughs>
2: we honestly get people asking daily about it. And yeah. we're like, we're sorry. Yeah. It's, been it's been a, a, a long shift. time though. I mean, it's 10, I think it's it's been Nickelodeon celebrated. Years, like, <laughs> well, just last year, Nickelodeon celebrated their 10th. So yeah, it's okay. been a minute. I was gonna say, yes. and I'm not
1: from <laughs> Iowa. I, I'm not from Minnesota. I'm from Iowa. So it's kind of like, Okay, you yeah, know, no, but it's a big deal. <laughs> what do those partnerships look like? Cause, so yep. again, it kind of goes back, that's Nickelodeon. Um, yep. You've got Crayola Experience, I think a Lego it's, store. We have Sea Life, we have a
2: variety of different aspects mm-hmm. and we have a lot of pop-ups that come in regular, like Candytopia or mm-hmm. as an example and then others. Nickelodeon's very unique though from an attraction perspective, strictly based on the fact that they pay to be there. So we are in partnership with Nickelodeon. So a lot of our, so from a marketing perspective, for example, when we have any assets or anything, or anything is created. When we're, you know, summer of play is our theme for the summer, and that's for both MOA and NICU, and that's something that we would have to get approved through Nickelodeon. So our relationship with them is very different versus if anything is pertaining to Mall of America, we can do it in-house and make our own decisions. But when it comes to their brand, I mean, because they are their standalone brand as well, mm-hmm. it has to go through them.
1: Those oh. Kids in Paw Patrol. Oh yes! My oh my gosh, you guys, it's a hot commodity. It's a big deal. <laughs>
0: Going back to the candy to- Candytopia, because we all saw it. Because obviously we're Minnesota, we, yes. we checked it out. But to the people listening, what was can- Candytopia? How yes. did that concept come to be? Absolutely. And how did it do?
2: Yeah, so Canetopia was really interesting and it was the first of its kind for the mall. So Kennytopia they had other installations similar to that. Um, I don't want to say it's like Museum of Ice Cream because it's not the same company, but same concept if you're familiar. Mm-hmm. So they had some in Orlando, they had them in New York, they had them in other areas and it performed really well. Um, so it was a short experience. It was through the beginning of June, I want to say. And it was where you came through and I would say there would be about 10 rooms, all candy based and they all were photo based as well. So it's very Instagram driven. So I would say very... Um, Gen Z would come on in, some millennials per se um, would come through and you get have people dedicated to taking your photo while you're playing in a pit of marshmallows, or you're eating an excessive amount of like sweet tarts and getting your photo taken mm-hmm. on like a chair. It's just it was a very interesting, beautiful concept, mm-hmm. all very well built out, and it was something different that we'd never had. And I'm hoping that we do something similar again. I
0: saw so much social content when that launched. I was like, mm-hmm. "What is this? Yes, like, Candy Heaven." So I oh, yes. sugar got high started. for days. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then as far as you guys also have a partnership with Pepsi Yep. so what does that look like do you do like specific events with them and how do you activate that
2: absolutely so Pepsi is one of our largest sponsorships and we've been actually a sponsor with them since the mall opened which it's been 27 years Wow. so the Pepsi's been around for a long time for us and Pepsi is a huge in from a marketing perspective I mean we try to integrate them in any way possible since they are such a big donor fun fact Mall of America only sells Pepsi products so throughout the entire thing so that's an interesting concept especially in I feel like a nation of Coke. Uh, yeah, like I like everyone know. it seems like has Coke products. So you know well, we strictly sell Pepsi.
1: Diet Very Pepsi's cool. better than Diet Coke. Oh, interesting. Mm-hmm. That's a full semen. I know. Don't tell
2: Pepsi I said that. Shut up. Shout out to Pepsi. Yeah. Honestly. So and so, Debbie, my
1: mom, because she, she lives. Loves she this, She Diet loves Pepsi. Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. Um. So Pepsi, for example, um, summer as we just launched actually today summer um, Pepsi is sponsoring in a bunch of variety of different ways so we do they're actually doing an Instagram contest throughout the summer that launches in July where you can gather I might butcher this a little bit but you it's still kind of working through the kinks of it but I believe that it's per bottle and we actually created specific bottles for the Mall of America with Pepsi that you can only get at Mall of America that are co-branded and it's an Instagram contest if you collect all of the i want to say Wrappers, or there's something specific that you would collect if you can collect them from all 50 states then you win a prize or you would be eligible to win a prize it's something interesting in that way Um, we also have the concert series everything essentially first summer is branded by pepsi so they bring in a lot of different you know if we pitch them early enough then they can bring in um, specific things for us to utilize throughout the summer and they're all paid
0: do they perform in like the rotunda area or for that concert series or where does that
2: yes so our concert series is launching also so stay tuned i'm sure we'll have more details for you we have a really good lineup this year which is very exciting and yeah so they all perform in the rotunda area
1: um, can you talk about the it's called the kaleidoscope butterfly thing you yes. have? That is like for sure Instagram worthy. Oh it is. Highly recommend coming. So
2: that was a huge initiative for us and it's all based on recyclable materials. It was a local artist that created it, came in and our team actually helped paint it which was really interesting. Um, so it is giant. It's like 600 pounds or something absurd. I mean it was huge and it's um, hanging in our atrium specifically and then from the bottom it's three stories high. You can see and they have a bunch of little small um, recyclable butterflies as well hanging below it but it really is talking about you know how the monarchs are dying off essentially and what we can do to be proactive moving forward and just more of an educational in addition to experience for our guests coming in and then from the bottom you can actually pull there's a giant rope and I don't know why I'm like motioning um <laughs> there's and a giant yeah there's a giant rope um and you can pull it and the wings actually move
1: oh my gosh. so oh, cool. the kiddos
2: love oh, it I'm sure. they run in screaming every morning heading to NICU and yeah oh. they and go you're straight like, forward I haven't
1: even had my coffee yet I
2: have not oh my gosh it actually is one of my favorite parts of the day though oh I bet all oh, the kids are so excited oh
0: how does your team come up with these ideas like that like do you just sit down and you brainstorm or is it like these
2: partners reach out to you and they're like hey we should do this how did how does that come up I would say it's a little bit of both. So, obviously, we're as a mall, we know what's coming up yearly. We have our seasonalities, you know, mm-hmm. like for example, coming up next from summer, we're going to back to school fall fashion right into holiday. So, we have an idea of what this would look like, but we also have a lot of partners we've worked in the past that do pitch us. So, we do have a really good amount of people, not only locally, regionally, but nationally and internationally that come mm-hmm. to us and maybe want to have an installation or something along those lines that we're, we can get creative. But it's also something we want to stand behind too. So, something like the butterfly installation is, you you know a passion project to an extent and mm-hmm. we really want to advocate for something like that so it's really being able to pick and choose you know what aligns with our mission and vision as a company
0: so just going going back to the influencer marketing we talked a little bit about earlier yep. with like mo style do you have because really you are a tourist destination mm-hmm. so you're not just trying to hit the local minnesota market you're trying to hit literally anyone in the world
2: who wants to come check out this mall yeah
0: so how do you Do you work with like international
2: influencers? Do you fly people in? What does that look like? Funny that you say that, (laughs) because that's actually something that we're starting to build out a little bit more. This has been a big conversation for us. We're really focusing right now locally, but we are looking more regionally and nationally and ultimately internationally as we get going. Um, I think with a city the size of Minneapolis, I mean, there's only so many, I would say, local influencers available, and it's easy to get saturated. And we're We're trying to stand out and be a little bit different. I mean, as the Mall of America, we don't want to, you know, be comparable, I guess, per se to our, you know, local markets. We're really trying to go bigger and, you know, broader. And that's where I would say, you know, over the next year or two, that's something that we would really like to branch out into that, you know, regional, national and international if possible. We do have a wonderful tourism team that's constantly traveling and looking for, you know, other opportunities. So I would hope that that's something we can really begin to integrate in.
0: No. And then you guys have done a ton of I don't know if remodeling is the right word, but you're just continuously adding on. Oh my to the gosh, mall. yes. Never like, ending. Even <laughs> the past like few years it's like you add on like another like the hotels yep. and just more stores and what What else are you guys gonna add on that you can tell us about? Are you done adding on? Is the mall like complete
2: now or? (laughs) It is not, I don't know if it will ever be complete. (laughs) I feel like that's something that will always be evolving which is a beautiful thing. We're always looking for that next thing to really like have a stand apart and really be innovative. We're always trying to look for that next entity. Um, So I would say um, we're still trying to figure out the logistics of it, but the water park is coming soon. So we are still finalizing the details of that. So, you know, stay tuned. We're looking to add that on our north side of the mall, and that would be the ultimate goal, and it's going to be a really wonderful, exciting experience for our guests. So over the next couple of years, that's what we're hoping to build, and we would really love to, you know, provide that to not only the local community, but regionally, internationally, all of the above.
0: And as far as, like, space, like, you guys, I mean, obviously you have, there's, like, Ikea nearby. Oh, yes. uh, Do you guys do collaborations with People around you, or are you just yep. like, no, we're Mall of America, we don't need that? <laughs> oh, saying, no. you Yeah.
2: Know? So, we actually have a really good relationship with the Bloomington Chamber specifically. So, we try, we not only have two on site hotels, but we also have 18 hotels within the local area in the metro that we partner with on a regular basis. Um, and then IKEA is a great example. We partner with them on many different aspects. So, you know, for summer, for example, if we have an experience that's going to be a pop up, then we try to go to IKEA first, or we try to use our local tenants, and then we go outside of that. So we really try to utilize everyone around us and really bring not only that local aspect in prior to going, you know, beyond.
0: Have you ever, most recently... um you had kind of a little bit of a PR crisis at Mall of America. Little He's is probably did. a bad word to use. A big mm-hmm. PR crisis. And where you had some some stuff going on in the yeah. news. Um, and I'm not sure if you want to share that or not for people who maybe don't know about it. But how do you deal with that from a social media perspective? And Absolutely. what does that look
2: like? Yeah. I mean, uh, that's something that you hope as an organization and as a company that never would happen to you. But mm-hmm. unfortunately, you know, things happen. And for this particular situation, we had a little boy that did um, fall from our our third floor and, you know, immediately first and foremost, you don't go. You go into emergency. You know, making sure that the individual or whatever had happened is getting taken care of and treated first, and then from there we go into that PR crisis. And thank goodness we have a really wonderful, robust team that went right into you know crisis mode. Again, you hope that this never happens, but you do have to prepare for it. Mm-hmm. So our PR team went straight in, straight into you know how do we you know pushing out our own materials, making sure that we're controlling the narrative, and that we're also as much as we can. Obviously, mm-hmm. there's only so much information you can share yes, when it yeah. comes to an individual. Yep. So, but you also want to be sensitive to that individual and their family. So in this particular situation, we did what we could. We obviously reached out, made sure that they were taken care of first, and then worked with the local media to make sure that we were providing, you know, as many statements as we could, the local um, authority, you know, police and authorities as well. Um, and then from a social media perspective, absolutely, that strictly we pulled all of our feed, you know, all of our media, making sure that everything was pertaining, almost you go dark, mm-hmm. per se, Um And we did the same thing with our just mass media as well. So we just pulled everything that we could and made sure that the focus was strictly on making sure that all of what we were pushing was focusing around the health of this little boy and making sure that we were doing what we could to contribute there. So, um, yeah, social media became just an area for guests to express concerns or Mm -hmm. ask questions and really just becoming more of an organic space where people we could yeah just be in and out and answering everything that people might have.
0: And with having such a big social media platform, how many followers do you guys have now on Facebook? I know oh my it's, gosh, it's
2: constantly growing. Yeah, I, we would have to
0: look. I guess lot. I don't know.
2: Yeah, Tori's going to do some mm-hmm. Yeah. Look but up a couple.
0: With having so many followers on there and I'm sure like, you know, like maybe it's like, oh, you guys changed the store I love to go to. How do you deal with all of those comments coming in? I know your social team, you have a big social team that yep. deals with all that, but just on a day-to-day basis, what does that look like?
2: Oh yeah. Well, we definitely try to strategize as much as we can. We know... Decently far ahead of when a store would be coming and when we can start pushing it. So, that would be something we would share across our channels, share in our stories, really kind of give that. Um, and that's a part of that marketing perspective, too, of really providing that new tenant an opportunity to really be shown. Um, but yeah, so we try to strategize as much as possible. But of course, you know, deadlines change, build outs take time. Mm-hmm. Um, so, once we have a little bit more insight, you know, it changes on a weekly, daily basis. But for the most part, we really try to have something I don't, don't want to say set in stone, but strategize prior where we can we know this week of this month is when we're going to start pushing this as planning yeah if if it the build out's going according but if it's not going according we'll probably know ahead of time where we can re-strategize it
1: so update <laughs> on Instagram you have 77,000 followers Ooh. A little over. Mm-hmm. And then on Facebook, you have 545,753. Hello. Ooh. It's a large amount. Lots of people. A lot of fans. <laughs> a lot of fans like you guys. Yes. They want to stay
2: updated And the yeah. no.
0: And then do you guys do anything with like Facebook groups?
2: Um, not too much. I would say we do a lot of events. So I would say we focus more on that and then making sure that it's more of just an engagement and organic space where we can really answer any questions of people who are coming to the mall or interacting just in a really wonderful way with people who are enjoying the mall. How can we continue to, you know, enhance their experience?
0: And then you also mentioned about like email marketing was yep. a part of um, your overall digital campaign. What are some like, cause I feel like email marketing, it's like, Everybody knows what email marketing is, yep. but what do you do to stay like different and stand out with your emails that you're making?
2: Absolutely, so this is something that we are really trying to renovate actually as we speak. So we just created new templates as of this last couple months. So we have a new fresh look. We're trying to again keep it branded, but also innovative if you mm-hmm. will. Um, so we have a lot of different segments that we currently advertise to. So you know, are you looking for attractions? Are you looking for toddler Tuesdays? Are you looking for style? What are you looking for? And we're really trying to cater to that. But in a really unique, innovative way, because it's easy to, you know, just push some basic stuff out. But mm-hmm. how can we continue to engage people, especially, you know, as an experience property?
0: And then do you like segment them then based on kind of like what those categories are that they're interested in? Because I just feel like. Just so, you just have so many things. I'm like, how so do you stay organized and segmented with all the groups?
2: Absolutely. So I would say we have about 10 different groups for MOA in particular, but then of course, you know, Nickelodeon Universe <laughs> is a different segment. <laughs> so we have so many different facets that we really try to look at, but we are constantly looking at ways that we can continue to evolve those and get more granular as well. Because obviously you can be interested in style, but are you interested in like maternity? Are you interested in children? Like what area are you looking at and how can we continue to advertise you in the appropriate way that is more individual? Um, so that's something we're always looking at and trying to be innovative way, but it also takes time. You know, as a large property, we're not trying to move too quickly. We want it to be quality prior to pushing it. So, you know, it's something that we're always talking about. But I don't want to say moving slowly, but being you know very cautious about what we're pushing and making sure that it makes sense for our
1: audience. Quality over quantity. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. And then I know, like video, we talked about this in our previous previous podcast about how video is just going crazy. It's oh my gosh, booming, yes. especially with social media everywhere. What is your guys' video strategy and are you utilizing that for Mall of America?
2: Absolutely, so we are always looking at ways that we can be innovative in that space too, so not only across our social platforms, on our website, et cetera, Mm -hmm. but we're also looking at always, since we push a lot of TV spots as well, so we're actually in the process of recording a new brand spot this year, which is really fun. We try to be as creative as we can and renew them as much as possible, but obviously there is a price tag with that. So (laughs) uh what it's crazy. Um so yeah, there's a new one that's coming soon and that's gonna be something that we're really looking to be creative. We want it to feel like Mall of America, but be different, Mm -hmm. um, but something that you can also share across all platforms. So not only is it going to be something that you see on your TV, but it could be seen on social. It could be seen on the website. It can be seen in email and not feel disconnected. So we really want it to feel integrated truly into all of our different facets that the mall has. Do you guys have a YouTube channel? We do, but it's not something we utilize to the level that we do our other social channels.
1: No, totally. That was just a thought. It's definitely been a conversation.
2: It's just, you know, do we have, it just takes more time, obviously, from yeah. a content planning strategy. Oh, yeah. Like so production. That, yeah. As you
0: want to add, like, let's say, you know, Twitch, you guys said you want got to be on there. Like, how do you, how does your team integrate that into their overall campaign? Or would you have to hire
2: more people just because your brand is so, such a behemoth? Of, oh, my gosh. Yeah. To handle that. Um, I would say that would be something that we'd probably want to hire on for. I mean, we have such a talented group of people already on our marketing team. Mm -hmm. And but of course, you know, we we are such a large organization Mm -hmm. and everyone is already stretched in, you know, a variety of different areas Mm -hmm. and you're busy. So that would be something we'd probably, you know, consider bringing on other talent for or we would look locally as well. We try to do as much as we can in-house. Then, of course, you know, nature of the beast, you go out out of house and outsource as Mm -hmm. you need. So that would be something we would consider probably both sides. But we would probably want to go in-house first. Cool. Um, and then you mentioned this a little bit about like the water park being built but is there um, anything else you can share with us for the future of Mall of America oh my gosh what's
0: happening I know there's probably a lot but what can you tell us right <laughs> yes. now yes <laughs> so,
2: so we actually have a ton of store openings this month so we'll start small those are the really exciting things so we have like Sarah Jessica Parker's coming um, so that's going to be fun her shoe stores. so like, that's really unique wearing, like, yes oh my, okay. Okay. my gosh um, sex in the city for all those fans <laughs> yeah, come right? on out she is um, so that's exciting and she's going to actually be at the mall on Father's Day that Sunday oh, cool. so if you're cool. interested in potentially
1: getting a little so that's like soon like yeah, a couple yeah, weeks it is that okay. SJP yes
2: if you want yes all you fans come on out you can see her Carrie Bracha um, <laughs> my heart um, yeah so that's something that we have like that's coming up really soon cool. and then of course our summer campaigns running for a long period of time and yeah. we have with that big initiative we have our mystery gift cards so we distribute oh, 350,000 oh. throughout the summer at a variety of of different events. Oh from my gosh! To you know, our concert series, to the twins games, and you can redeem those at the mall. And We actually have a little redemption center where you can come in and you can win. You know, prizes are vast. So you could win upwards of a thousand dollar gift card to Nordstrom, or you could win you know wow. Nickelodeon passes, or you could win a twenty five dollar gift card to the Mall of America. Um, just a wide variety. So awesome. look out for those bad boys. Um, and then of course, back to school and fall and holiday are all on the horizon, which are really exciting and they're huge time for us. But the biggest, I would say, is the water park. I mean, people are excited. We're excited. That's just a huge initiative. And And you
0: guys have like a kind of a launch date for that yet,
2: tentatively? We don't. It keeps moving, as you would expect. I mean, it's such a large... I can't imagine. I always try to get people to tell me little secrets about it. And, you know, I only get so much, which they're probably smart because I would be, you know, sitting right here talking about (laughs) it. So (laughs) They're like, don't tell Sarah anything else. Um, But that would be the biggest... Oh, and I guess it doesn't necessarily pertain to our location specifically, but Triple Five, who do own Mall of America, we have two other major malls that are being built as we speak. Um, One is going to be built right now, and it's opening, I would say, in the fall in New Jersey. It overlooks Manhattan. Wow. And Nickelodeon Universe will also be there. Wow. So oh that's exciting. And it's about the same. I I think it's the same size as Mall of America. So, oh, my gosh.
0: So another huge. Yep. So then that kind of goes back to the very first question I asked, you know, how we thought that, with malls we have see all these things in the news about like you know retail you know it's all going online yeah but obviously not if they're building huge malls continuously so would you say that that experiential part is just so important to the success of the mall or do you think it's a bunch of different factors as well oh i think it's
2: a bunch of different factors but i would say primarily that experience mm-hmm. it really is there's something to be said you can order anything online at But do you get that same feeling of when you try it on? Does it fit? Mm -hmm. Um, Or when you're walking around, like the mall, for example, I mean, we always joke that it's 72 and sunny because we use everything is, we don't have air conditioning. It is all natural Mm -hmm. um, within the mall. And you come in and it's very light and airy and you get to walk around and you get to browse, but you get food and then you get to see, you know, Nickelodeon universe or you go to Sea life. I mean, there's just so many different facets to it that really create that overall experience. Mm -hmm. And I mean, Obviously, it works out in mall and, or in Minnesota. But I mean, mm-hmm. to add that extra layer to where you can overlook the skyline of New York City. I mean, where so the mall is going to be called American Dream. And um, yeah, yeah, right? <laughs> Got it. Yeah. So I feel like it, it's not. Yeah. I think a lot of people want to say that retail is dying. And I just don't agree that that's true. Yeah. I think to an extent... You know, people are moving into different directions of how they purchase, you know, product, Mm -hmm. but people still want that tangible experience, which is why people still go to the movies or people still Mm -hmm. go do all of these different activities because you just can't replace, you know, that with digital to an extent. So you could
1: say it's not dying; it's evolving. Yes, I like that. Oh, yeah! Write that down. (laughs) That quote. Uh,
2: Hello, Uh, put you out there.
0: Um, all the links we talked about in today's podcast will link to things like is the Candy site can can people still see some of that
2: no unfortunately that is down now all right, so I'm not yeah. going to
0: link to that but okay. I'll link to Mall of America and all the Please social sites do. make sure to check them out because all of these crazy things are coming out which is awesome We'll um, be at on our show notes at com slash EP89. Thanks so much for being on today, Sarah. Thank you so much. It was wonderful. Make sure to subscribe to the Social Feed Podcast with Apple Podcasts or your favorite podcast player to get a brand new episode delivered right to you every Wednesday. Thank you for listening and we'll be back next week. The Social Feed is a production of Hubbard Interactive with music provided by Minneapolis based artist, John Atwell. This episode is sponsored by Popcorn. Throwing a party and looking for a unique and delicious tasty treat? Weddings, company parties, corporate thank you gifts, whatever the occasion, Popcorn has a perfect complement to your event. Over 70 flavors to choose from. Call or go online to order. Popcornmn.com